Hello, Sam Alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks. We are in our Ramadan series. So, we're in the last two podcasts of our mini Taking Our Life Back series.、Um, if you look at the previous ones, we talked about getting a grip on our emotions from a scientific perspective.、Um, I did an intro, scientific perspective, Islamic perspective. Today, is、um, we're going to be talking about the negative effects of not getting a grip. And, like, basically, if we don't get a hold, what are the things that could happen to us now and in the future? And some of us, we Might be experiencing these things already. So I think it's really like, important just to make a correlation between that emotion, lack of controlling it, and the effect, direct effect in our lives in different areas of our life. We're going to be talking anywhere from specific to very general.、Um, it's going to be a shorter one, guys, today, maybe less than、um, 10 minutes, inshallah, isn't that? And if you haven't already joined us, please join us in other places. We are、um, like we're on the web at www.mindful-muslima.com.、Uh, yes, leave voice messages here, but we're also on Instagram. DM me there. Continue to leave really great responses and questions and comments. We're on YouTube, guys. Please、um, hit the、uh, notification bell and subscribe. We're going to be having stuff regular during Ramadan. After Ramadan, I have a long list of requests that we're going to be going through as well. So、um, please look forward to things there. We are also on Facebook and Twitter. So, getting right into today, guys,、um, there's some very specific things I want to touch on in areas of our life as females, and then again, general, more general things that are the effects of not getting a grip on strong emotions such as anger and stress and things like that. So, let me talk about the spouse first.、Um, if you're not married, still, guys, this is important because eventually, you know, Know, most of us are going to get married, and it's good to know these things before they happen. That preemptive, you know, like like just preparing and, and getting ready because it's better you hear this stuff than after when it's too late. And I think it's really important for young people. If you're already married, you might be, be able to relate right away to some of the things I'm saying and just understanding the importance of this. So, not getting a grip on our emotions can definitely turn our spouses away from us. Now, sometimes we are angry with them and we feel like, I don't care if they're not happy with me, I don't care if they this. I don't care because you're angry with them and I'm angry with them. But the truth is, it hurts more when your spouse doesn't show you the love that you feel you deserve and need from a spouse. And long term, it's just not a great feeling to be with a person that you end up、um, not loving and not loving to come home to and not loving to be with. Or maybe you, you were just mad that day, but you do love them, but your words were so harsh. And so difficult or mine that it ended up pushing them away. And then, Allahu Alam, guys, you know, I'm just gonna be honest, there's, there's other females out there that our husbands can turn to. So, at the end of the day, we w a n t to think long term if that anger is benefiting us and getting us where we w a n t to be with our relationship with that person. And the truth is, when we are upset with our spouse,、um, I usually do this one for myself. This really helped me to get a grip on anything that I found was difficult for myself. I would ask myself this question. It's a really Kind of a tough one, guys, if you want to answer it honestly, but it's very beneficial in terms of thinking about where you are in yourself. Ask yourself, would you want to come home to you as a spouse? Now, think about that. Like, forget about your positive attributes. We all know we have positive attributes. Alhamdulillah. Think about it negatively. Are you a person that, like, as soon as your husband opens the door, you're like, hey, why didn't you take out the garbage? Why didn't you this? Why didn't you that? Did you know this? You forgot to make that phone call. Do you start nagging and complaining? Like, would you want to come home to you? After a hard day of work, yeah, I'm sure there's things that person could have done better, but are you a very welcoming, kind, warm person? Are you a kind of a person that's like nagging, agitated? Like, I'm not dismissing those things that person could have, should have done. I'm not dismissing your emotions. What I'm trying to talk about, guys, is Remember, it's not about the feelings and the emotions, they're totally fine. It's the acting out on them. 
is there a better way probably we could express our feelings and basically do you feel like like you'd want to come home to you that you would find comfort from the world in your arms I know that's rough, but just think about it, guys. This is what we have to think about, that we're pushing our spouses away. And there could be some validity to some of their comments about us and some things we're doing. Mother, as a mother, as a female, whether you have children or not, like I said, either way, you have been a child of a mother. Or you might have children in the future, or maybe you do have children. This is another tough one, guys. This is actually, to me, a little bit tougher. Um, We could be ruining our own children. Yeah, I know, guys. I know it's a hard one to swallow. But we could be ruining our own children if we don't get a grip on our emotions. Why? Do we want our children to respond to stress in the way that we do? Or do we want them to be better? Okay? It's kind of like that saying from Gandhi, which I, which I respect, and it's, there's so much truth in it. We have to be the change we want to see. In this case, it's with our own children, the next generation. We are the constant unconscious and conscious role model for our children. We get a phone call from somebody maybe we dislike or we don't want to deal with. Our physical response, our emotional response, the way our face reads, the way our voice and our tone, they're listening, guys. They're listening. They're in the same house with us. If we're in a car and they're with us and we just get in a fit of road rage, guys, they're watching. They're taking notes. How do I respond to X, Y, Z? Even the way we respond to our spouse, our kids are going to mimic that. And when they get married, they're going to talk to their spouse the way we talk to our spouse. Do we want that? See, that's the thing we have to ask ourselves. They're watching. They're watching. And they're going to be just like us because we modeled the reaction for them day in and day out. Why would they do anything else? Think about it. So this is how we create this horrible cycle for our children and for our grandchildren. SubhanAllah. This is something we have to think about. If we didn't get a grip on our emotions, we're just modeling horrible reactions for the next generations to come. And Allah will make it easy for us to, to change. And as a female, as a female, so if you want to talk about being in the workspace, being in the community, being respected by members of the community, whether it's, like I said, like colleagues, or you want to talk about just like your neighbor, it's basic. How do we want people to perceive us on a professional level, on an Islamic level as a Muslimah? Do we want to lose those people's respect? Maybe you're going to say you don't care about those people. Eh, we can say that. But at the end of the day, nobody wants everybody hating on them or talking badly about them or whatever. It ends up being stressful in its own self, right? And let's just face it. We want people to see us for who we really are. So let's not blind and cover that up by just horrible mannerisms and akhlaq and adab, right? And character and, and, um, and manners. So we look less than professional when we can't control our emotions in a meeting, when we are lashing out or just somebody says something horrible, whether it's that or it's backbiting, whatever, it just makes us look weak. Like the hadith said of the prophet, peace be upon him, that I spoke about last time, right? The strong person is not the physical person who's strong. It's a person who can withhold. So we can't, we can't get a grip on our conversations and we can't stop escalating them and, and, and talking loud and talking out and, and maybe saying hurtful things. It doesn't make us look so good either. We're not really doing so much for our reputation and our image. Not that those things are super hyper important, but let's just face it. We don't want, you know, to to people to perceive us in a way that we feel we're not. So if we want to inspire and incite positive change, we have to and, and have the respect of our peers, we have to first show that we have respect for ourselves and control and a grip on our own self and our own emotions. Okay. And the last part that I want to share is some general stuff, just overall. Just as a, as, a, as a side note, some of the harmful effects is that panicking and, and all of that stuff, it doesn't actually make the calamity go away. I know it's, it seems totally valid to have these horrible feelings and reactions or whatever, but at the end of the day, it usually escalates the problem. So honestly, if we don't get a grip, we're just going to make our problem worse. 
right? It's already worse. And then we're just going to just pile and pile and pile. Now we're going to get depressed. Now we're going to get stressed. We're going to feel negative. It's never going to stop. And we're going to start to spiral out of control in other ways. So you might have a small problem that might be able to get fixed, but because our emotions are so big, it can make that problem exacerbated and just make it feel like it's, it's just worse than it actually is. And it can actually make our problem bigger in the end. The last two are, um, so with these calamities, there is a chance for patience and reward and all that stuff like that. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about this great reward, right? About turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and saying, in like to Allah, we belong and to Allah, we're going to return. In the worst state of calamity, in the worst situations, we could just get so much reward. So we're basically just going to be throwing that all away and possibly even getting sin by harming others. So that's why like every opportunity we have in front of us, we have to think, do we want to get closer to Allah and get higher in the ranks or just like completely screw it up and go lower? And put ourselves in a bigger situation than we than we originally were in. And the last one I would say is that we just have to also understand that. Let's say we have a person we really don't like. Reacting poorly in front of that person just makes that person happy. Think about it. It just makes them feel like, yep, I got her. So if we really, really want to show how strong we are to that person and that way they're not getting to us and not getting the best of us, then we need to kind of get a grip on our emotions because we're just going to make them happy that they've taken us to the level where they've destroyed us. And I think at the end of the day, um, as we are thinking about bettering ourselves, we have to think of all the ramifications of this. Now, in the next podcast, we're going to actually get to the last part, which are the solutions from a scientific perspective and from an Islamic perspective. But we couldn't really do that until we've gone through what's happening inside of us and what could happen if we don't get a grip. So thank you so much for joining us for this podcast, guys. In the next one, we're going to be hopefully wrapping it up and getting ourselves into a better place with solutions. Talk to you then. Jazakum Allahu khairan. Assalamu alaikum.